Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Uh, coming at you live on Sunday. Everybody's favorite day of the week. <laughs> coming at you live on Father's Day. Yep. Happy Father's Day, Dory. Wait, What? I think it should be parental days, you know, just like happy parents day. I don't hate that idea. But, you know, you like, but you can also, you can get two in a year, you know? Sure. Knock it out. Sure. Mother's Day, Father's Day, just talk, call it parents day, yeah. double gifts. Oh, oh, okay. Love it. How has your Father's Day been? It's been, uh, it's been good. I, uh. Woke up earlier than I thought I would, and then got Henry, because I think he heard me cough. Oh. And then he started saying, Dita, come out, come out wherever you are. (laughs) That's his new thing. Yes. Um, So I got, I opened the door, and I said, hey, bud, it's not 7.51 yet. What time is it? Like 7.32. He's like, I was like, do you still want me to get you out? He's like, yeah, let's go. He said, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, and then uh, he was like, strawberry, make strawberry pancakes. <laughs> so started doing that. Then Dory woke up and uh, brought me a shirt that matches Henry. It's kind of a thing now. It's our Father's Day tradition. Yep. Mine said, uh, fixed it. Henry said, Henry says, broke it, which is appropriate because before anybody could get dressed, he broke his monitor (laughs) and asked me to fix it. Dita, fix it. (laughs) And I fixed it. Uh, And then we went to the Peterson Auto Museum as part of Dory's Father's Day Spectacular. And... Yeah, the Bond in Motion exhibit was there, which was cool because the it was like a little bit like the one in the UK, 
similar vehicles, but not all the same. Mm-hmm. And also, I would say that I would argue there's more at the off Peterson. Really? Right, right now, yeah. But it was uh, it was great. I, I sort of got to look at everything. <laughs> there's an audio tour that I was like, oh, you just scan the QR code and listen on your phone. Oh, that's cool. There's no signal in there. So I was like, how oh. does this actually work? Oh. Um, but yeah, it was good. And uh, we got a good parking spot on the street. Dory would like me to mention that. <laughs> parking at the Peterson is expensive. It is. Yeah. Well, it's also a busy area. Yeah. You know? But I was like, oh, there's a street spot. So we got the street spot. It's very exciting. And uh, yeah. Oh, we also went to Target in the morning. It's a big day. Big day. And uh, we're walking down, just walking to leave and i saw some bowls and i was like bowls bowls we should replace those bowls yeah we our dish situation is pretty sad it's bizarre our dish and silverware situation is just like it's like we're like college students yeah but dory like has this thing in her head where like we can't get nice silverware or plates or use nice silverware plates until we move and uh, never said that you have said that no yeah I, no i never said that uh what about the kni- what knife set you've said that about knife sets what this i swear to god you got me it's probably on a podcast from 2016 or i think to. you're inventing things anyway i was finally like the four bowls we have are kind of cracked yeah on the edges you know a lot of chips yeah a lot of chips i mean to be fair i have had those bowls i've had that the, that dishware, that West Elm dishware from, I think I got it when I lived in Fort Greene, but I might have gotten it before that. So it it's possible that dishware is 15 years old. Well, so long, bowls. And let me tell you, it shows. Plates and little plates still hanging in there. Yeah. What, what, what little we have left. But the bowls, the ones that didn't totally break, because several of them did, yeah. The edges are just totally chipped. Yeah. It's like, a, you know, it's dangerous. You pick one up, you're going to cut yourself. Yeah. So, so Matt spotted some. Part of my father's day. Kind of nice looking bowls for $2 I each. I was like, those are $2 and deep and uh, fully intact right now. <laughs> we should buy them. Our standards have really So we bought eight low. bowls, which I'm like a little like, why would we buy eight? But we did. Well, because. Within the next two months, probably two of them will break. Oh, okay. So you bought them as some as backups. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like why not, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, then I watched some Red Sox Cardinals and then the U.S. Open was finishing up. And that was your Father's Day, everybody. Real day of dad programming. Yeah. I still have to call FaceTime my dad. I was going to do once Henry got up, but then I was like, then he was gone. Mm. (laughs) I FaceTimed my dad. He was watching the U.S. Open. Uh Uh-huh. He had gone on Thursday with my brother. Just round one, huh? Yeah. Wanted to see the full field. I I guess. He wanted to support Phil Mickelson and he said He he said it was hard to see. He thinks he might need new glasses. (laughs) I... I wonder what he was trying to see. The ball. Oh. He said there was one, there was like one shot where like people were like cheering and he like couldn't see the ball at all. He, the last time I played with him, he insisted on playing with this like dirty ball he found. (laughs) And it was like the same color as the ground. And every time he just kept having to like, it took him forever to find it. And then I took it, I grabbed it. (laughs) I grabbed it from him and I threw it into the woods. <laughs> oh, and that I is so classic. Insisted that he use real ball. Like I was like, because I had there was no shortage of golf. I had so many golf balls in my bag. I was just like, but he didn't want to waste them because my golf balls are expensive, mm. quote unquote. You know, you don't want to waste a Pro V one on uh, Avishai apparently. It's very frugal. What can I say? Yeah, but I mean, it was like it was, I think also like the ball was cracked. <laughs> like oh my God. it was like that is amazing. But he found it, so he wanted to use it. <sighs> so good. Oh, and then and then we could never find. I just I was like third time. I was just like, no, stop. 
Oh my gosh. I do get frustrated with your parents sometimes. I mean, we all do. Yeah. But like, never like, I'm never like, I'm never mad at them. I'm just like, I just, I'm like, why won't you make your life easier for two seconds? No. Mm-mm. For slight, like, just, just the, <laughs> just the inconvenience of saving a nickel. Mm-hmm. I, it just, I can't, it just boggles my mind. Anyway. They probably would have loved your parking spot. Oh, they would have. <sighs> well, we got it. We did, went to IVF. <laughs> I was going to say, should we, should we talk about IVF? I guess so. We did an embryo transfer, everybody. And we, I mean, I watched. Dory participated. And Dr. Kelly Beck, you know, did the grunt work. Yep. She really did. You know, they show you the, they check the, check Dory's wristband and, you know, make sure the name matches. And then they show you the embryos on like a, on a monitor. And then they showed them and I, I was like, hang on, there's two? (laughs) We're putting in two? (laughs) Which we have discussed many times. I forgot. I know. I guess I forgot. I really must have forgotten. I think you forgot. You know what it was? I think it was the fact that we had those that like they were retesting that other batch. Yeah. I I thought in my some reason my brain was like, they'll retest that batch, and if any of those are good, then we'll put those in as well. And when nothing in that batch was was good to put in, my brain was like, oh, so it's just the one. Oh, I see. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, when I said that, I just see DKB's face over the mask. Her eyes go wide. Yeah. She's like, uh. And I was like, now is not the time. <laughs> uh, and we were like, yes, we like we we mean to transfer two. We are yeah. transferring two. I forgot. <laughs> Classic me. So, Dory, how do you how do you feel like it went? I mean, I think the actual transfer went about as well as it could have gone. Yeah. She said the embryos thawed beautifully and they looked good. Yep, they looked very uh, embryonic. And the actual, I actually feel like the transfer itself was maybe the smoothest one. In what, in just how you just felt? Just like getting it in, getting the catheter in, getting getting like everything in. Oh, yeah. It still wasn't easy breezy. No. She had some, she had some wiggling to do. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, you know, I feel like everything that's like in our control, we've been controlling and I've been, I've been really uh, good about my meds. Haven't like missed doses or anything. And only like one or two night terrors. Yeah. Which is actually very low for this time of uh, transfer. Yeah, see? I would say my stress level is actually like relatively low. That's great. Like I'm I'm globally sort of stressed at like, you know, everything. But like my specific stress about the transfer and just like immediate things are, it, it's pretty low. I'm excited that your stress is globally high, but situationally low. <laughs> Thanks. I was worried it would all bleed into just a high anxiety. Well, you know, when we did the transfer last year, I think it was like right before my book came out. Like it was just like this kind of high stress time. Well, I mean, that was like when we did the trans, the uh, trans, not the transfer, but the retrieval. Uh, retrieval when I was like flying back and forth. bouncing yeah. between New York and L.A. every week. Yeah. Um. So ironically, uh, even though I'm unemployed, it was the least stressful transfer. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> I know it's weird. My DMs are open if anyone wants to give me a job. I'm just kidding. My he's DMs not, aren't open. He's not kidding though. He needs. A oh job. yeah, I do need a job, but I don't know how. I do. Um, I just email the show. <laughs> I mean, I do. I do want to test before the test, though. 
So, yeah, we're going for the beta test on Monday. Monday. The 27th. The 27th. So, a week from this Monday. One week from this Monday. Yeah. So, like, I was like, oh, that's not great for content <laughs> on the show. <laughs> that we would test a day after. So, yeah. Dory wants to test on Sunday, I guess, or Saturday. When do you want to test? Mm, maybe Friday or Saturday. That early, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that when you're supposed to test? I mean, I see people getting positives. Like some people are getting very faint positives like four days after the transfer. But I think a lot of people start testing like six days post-transfer. You'll see people test like multiple days in a row because if the line is getting darker, that's a good sign. And if it's getting lighter, that's not a good sign. What do you look like when you walk into a pharmacy and bulk buy pregnancy tests what do you mean what do you look like like i would i would just be like what is going on <laughs> if i was checking you out if i was ringing you, you know up. i did i did actually have the thought though that if i do buy a bunch of pregnancy tests i'm gonna pay cash because if you ha if you like connect that to your like target circle <laughs> wallet it's just gonna be you're just gonna be like bombarded with baby shit i see you know yeah well, you got to, you know, plant the seed early. But that said, like, if we, if, like, there's like this outside chance, very minimal, you know, that they, that it took and both of them took. And I'm tired now mm -hmm. just thinking about it. I know, me too. So. We'll see. It'd be a great problem to have. You'll definitely have to get a job. Or not. Or not. Because <laughs> my job would be... <laughs> Mr. Mom. Dealing with three children. <laughs> That'd be weird. If, you suddenly, if we suddenly had three kids, that would be... Oh, I, I don't even know. Hilarious. <laughs> three kids and Bo. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. So, again, email the show if you have a job for me. <laughs> <sighs> I was thinking about like uh, cross industry, like just getting out of the industry and like finding a job in some company. Because you always hear about people that like came from weird spots and then end up, you know, running departments in like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe I could do that. Who knows? Anyway. I could do a lot of things, everybody, if you need it. <laughs> All right. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at. If anyone tune in next week for uh, Dory's home tests. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, you can email us at Dory and Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail. You can call or text us at 413-461-BABY. We're going to take a short break. Be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house, and I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got 
some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those, like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everybody. We're back. And I meant to open the email that had all the things that Dory sent, and I completely got distracted. And then Bo decided to come in. Mm-hmm. So there we are. Here we are. <sighs> All right, we've got an anonymous email coming at us first. Yep. It says, hey, Dory. I had a first transfer trying for a second kid last week and am in a beta testing hell. With your transfer coming up, I wanted to hear how it will be for you. How's your mood going to be? Does your clinic require bed rest? If so, well, you'll be watching. And How do you think Henry will cope? Are you going to test? I remember you being anti-testing. Well, that was me. <laughs> Speaking of testing, he just popped up. That was very funny. Henry just showed up at the door with a thing of bubbles and then disappeared. And now I torture myself with AM and PM tests because I stopped myself. I think she means I can't stop myself. Oh, now I torture myself with... I stop myself. Because I can't ideal. stop myself. I'm working on it. Yeah. Wishing you all the good luck. He's right here. He was looking for Bo. Well, we found him. Yep. Um, well, I answered some of these already. But my clinic does not require bed rest. They just tell you to take it easy for the first 24 hours. Um, but you can like you don't have to be in bed. Um, and then until your pregnancy test, you're not supposed to do any strenuous exercise um, or any, yeah, like stuff like that. So I, I didn't really have to deal with any of that. Um, and yeah, testing. I don't know. I think I am. I think you are what? <sighs> Going to test. I see. Okay. I think so. But I don't know. I mean, that's partly why I want to go away next weekend. Oh. Because I feel like it would be distraction, you know? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I mean, that's that's a new thought. Speaking of distractions, Henry's still outside the door. <laughs> new email coming in. Um. All right. I can read this one. Hello, Matt and Dory. This is also from Anonymous. I'm a 34-year-old single, never married woman with no children. I came to you by way of Forever 35, by way of here for you. Yes, it was the early days of this seemingly never-ending pandemic, and I was inside alone. My friend Holly recommended here for you, and I liked it and soon listened to all of Dory's podcasts. I liked the company. It felt like it brought and figured freezing my eggs may be in my future, so I binged your entire back catalog and have kept listening ever since. 
Thank you both for being a source of comfort and distraction during those dark days. I'm embarking on the journey of freezing my eggs. Now, I know Matt is going to ask why I've waited so long, so I'll just answer that here. I knew I was planning to move states halfway up a coast and change careers. Maybe not the best of reasons, but there was frankly only so much I could manage at once, so here I am. I've scheduled my first appointment at an IVF clinic, and Holly, also 34 with no kids and still listens to Excellent as well, and I were talking and realized we don't remember as much about what goes into this process as we would like. We know Dory didn't freeze her eggs, but the retrieval process must be the same. So would you go over the lead up and procedure and what the recovery is like? Thank you. Wishing you all the best as you're trying for baby number two. You have a beautiful little family with Henry and Bo, and I love hearing your updates each week. For the listener asking for mattress advice, highly recommend a purple mattress. I have the Hybrid 3. I do not have an adjustable base, but it seems to be compatible. I've had mine about three years and still love it. And now for the end, 1,600 square feet, 50-inch TV. Matt would be horrified that until I moved recently, I only had a 32-inch and watched most TV on my iPad anyways. Boo. One hot dog this year, but hot dog season has just begun. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a sort of a good restack of a question. What goes into an egg retrieval? That would lead to freezing of the eggs. You know, I just, I do just want to preface this by saying that everyone's protocol is different. So, you know, what, what I did could be different for you. Like, for example, my doctor had me do um, estrogen priming, which is like basically, I think the two weeks leading up to your cycle start, you, um, you put on estrogen patches so that the eggs are, you don't develop a lead follicle um, and you get more like uniformly sized eggs. So that was something that I did. I've also heard of people who take Lupron before their retrievals, but I did not do that. Um, and then you'll be on a combination probably of some uh, Folistim, Menopure. There's like another... A medication called Gonal F that has the same drug as Folistim. It's they're just two different um, kinds of drugs. So rather than like what specific medic medicine she might be taking, what, what how long would you take them for? And um, you take them for, I believe, after your period starts. I think it's like 10 to 14 days. I don't totally remember. And of course, you know, again, it's not exactly the same for everyone. Um, and then, and you know, you have to go into the office, like really feels like sometimes every other day. Um, and they check your follicles. They see how they're growing, see how you're responding to the medication. They do ultrasounds, take blood. There's a lot of blood that they take. And then, um, any adjusting of meds that might need to yeah, be done. Yeah, any adjusting, et cetera, et cetera. And then you go in for like one last blood work and I think ultrasound like the day before and they check and then you go in and you do the retrieval. Now, I was put under for my retrievals, but not everyone goes under anesthesia for retrievals. Like I think it varies by clinic. So... There you go. I can't, you know, I can't speak to that either. And then, well, since you're just freezing eggs, they'll tell you, they should know like pretty much right away how many um, mature eggs they got and how many they can freeze. And that's it in terms of, you know, that. And then recovery also sort of depends. Like I had some, I think I had some bloating I didn't have a ton of pain, but there is the danger of um, ovarian, I think it's ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome, which often happens with people who like got a, you got a lot of eggs and that can be super painful. So you have, to, you really do have to be kind of like aware of how you're feeling. And if you have any real pain at all, like call your clinic right away. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think he wants to come in. Do you? He's putting his nose up against the glass. Henry. I don't know. He seems. He pressed his face up against the glass, which is an early indicator of I want to come in. 
red means. Red means we're recording. What? Okay, bye-bye. Come on my lap. Hang on, bud. Do that again. Go ahead. I, I, I'm working at a word. Right. There you go. Riding the levels for you. So, how is your day going, Henry? Yeah. That usually means it's going well for Henry. Yeah. Uh, where did you just go with uh, Holly? <sighs> I wonder. You wonder. We all wonder. That's why I asked. <sighs> That's right. Tita's riding the levels. I sing A C through there. Okay, that's a good idea. You sing through there? A B C D E F C now I know my ABCs. Next time, won't you sing with me? Beautiful, Henry. That was really terrific. If you press those numbers, you'll probably do something to mom's computer. Henry. Henry, what's your favorite number? <laughs> Henry, what time did you wake up this morning? Oh, he's engaged. So which one deletes it? This one. Which one deletes it? Great question. Why not Because you're not on the line. All right, so Henry's learning how to use the keyboard. Henry, how's your Father's Day going? Oh, we've lost him. He's just hitting each number individually. Okay. It's like a speaking spell, but with numbers. Where's that music coming from? It's coming from next door. Oh. Henry? Henry, you're being you're being a lousy guest right now. Do you have anything to say about what you're doing? What are you doing? You did some numbers. You did some numbers. What numbers did you do? And to be at one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, done. <laughs> you got to one, two, three, four. You got to one, two, three, four, and you're done. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, done. Wow. That was really no, no, extreme. No, 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 no. We know when it'll get all the way to end. Uh, the beauty of it is it will never end. Why? Because it will just keep recording. Thank you, Henry. But do you have anything more to say? Do you have anything constructive to add about the egg retrieval process? Typing a lot of letters at the same time. All right, bud. I think it's time to go back and play with Holly some more. Why? Because you've been a wonderful guest. Mom and Dita need to finish recording. Yeah, that's just the border. It's supposed to look like a fake console. Thank you for joining us, Henry. We'll see you later. Can you say goodbye, everyone? Goodbye. Goodbye.
Okay, there you go. Okay, thanks for joining us, Henry. Over to you, Dory. I'm gonna have to adjust your levels because I don't know. He's just—he's just ready to yell at any point. It's hard. Yeah. Okay, where were we? Um, someone wrote in to say that they paused the pod to say sleep number. I move around a lot, and since sleep numbers have two different air mattresses in them, essentially he doesn't even feel it when I move. It's very comfortable, and we would never go back to a regular mattress. I mean, I would say that that is a good benefit of the sleep number bed because I do get it. You know, we get into bed at different times. Yeah. Sometimes during the week, I'm in bed way before Dory. Sometimes on the weekends, I'm in bed way after. Mm-hmm. Usually, I'm in bed after. Yes. But, yeah. Although, sometimes um, when you're out, it's like, I don't know how she's awake now. I got to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, when you're gone, I get I go. I get you get very sleepier. tired. I know. It's very funny. I come home at like 10, 15, and you're like sound asleep. But I always leave the light on for you. You do. It's very thoughtful. I'm like a Motel 6. <laughs> All right. Um, someone asked about embryo storage last week, and Alexandra wrote in to say, our fertility center costs $1,000 a year for their storage fees. Since we first started storing about three and a half years ago, I've used our FSA to pay it and usually pay it spread out over the year as I feel like it. This year, however, they've been aggressive in terms of sending out bills more frequently and also reaching out to seek payment. I was even informed that if it's not paid in full or payments aren't arranged, they will send you to collections. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well. Not sure others' experiences. Mattress, we love our Tempur-Pedic. We have a king with the adjustable base. I've used it through two pregnancies and love the ability to raise feet and or head. How do you feel about a Tempur-Pedic? I mean, it's just, that's foam. Yeah, I know. How do you feel about a foam mattress? I don't, I, I don't, I've never really come across one that's been comfortable. Mm. Uh, oh, I feel uh, like they often, you sink in and it's just like, this is ridiculous. It won't stop. Right. Alexandra is in Bergen County, New Jersey with a wife, a nine-year-old, a two-and-a-half-year-old, and a 10-month-old. All science babies, one from IUI, two from IU, IVF, 2,100 square feet, zero hot dogs, three TVs, 43, 55, and 70. Nice. A normal person. <laughs> um, wow. Well, thank you for sharing about your clinic, Alexandra. And your TVs. And your TVs, yes, of course. Um, all right. It's from Anonymous. Hello, Shafriras. I've been listening for many years despite not being ready for children until fairly recently. When we started trying last year, we were both pretty naive and thought we'd be just fine, not seemingly having any reason to be concerned. Ha ha. Months and months went by, and even though we were treating it like a job and not such a fun one, we weren't having any success. My OB insisted when I brought it up to her twice that we try for a full year before considering any kind of testing. But why agonize for a full year if there are relatively affordable and accessible tests you can do? We figured the easiest way to start was a semen analysis, and there it was, male factor infertility. The urologist said we had an under 10% chance at best of conceiving the old-fashioned way and that we should go straight to IVF. I wasn't so keen into going down that road right away and money with everything being out of pocket was a major hurdle. So we settled on IUIs and I researched the heck out of your early episodes and the Facebook group to source as much info as possible on improving semen quality. He did it all, exercise, supplements, clomid, showers at 35 Celsius degrees, bamboo underwear, and a cooling cushion for his chair. Something must have worked because we turned out to be the assholes for whom the first round of IUI worked. His urologist was oh. flabbergasted. He kept exclaiming, that's why I come to work every day, while typing on his screen in all caps, pregnant on the first IUI. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to say thank you for creating this podcast and thank you to everyone who shared their experience. We would have never thought about any of these uh, those on our own. We were super lucky that something in all of that worked. I'm only at eight weeks and therefore not out of the woods yet, so we'll see. Also, in a recent episode, you mentioned the possibility of spending Christmas in Quebec City. I squealed, that's my hometown. If I can chime in, I'd advise you consider dates around New Year's Eve instead, or even the first week of January, since there can often not be a lot, if any, snow on the ground on Christmas Day. 
It's a smallish city, but it has preserved a lot of its historical buildings, one of them being the Chateau Frontenac, now a Fairmont hotel. The food is good, and there are a ton of outdoor family activities to do in the winter. It's cold, of course, but I'll be obnoxious and say you just need to dress with the right gear. Anyway, I hope you like it if you end up going. All the best on your imminent transfer. It's from Anonymous in New York. One Nathan's hot dog at a Cyclones game earlier this spring, and it was everything. I'm sorry you're having problems with our makeshift studio. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm just, I was literally just like Googling a better microphone stand because I have to keep adjusting this thing and it really is like killing me because mm. it's squeaky and I hate making the noise. And so now I'm turning off my microphone when I want to move it. And then I'm like, oh, I better get the microphone back on <laughs> so I can say the words. That is annoying. Anyway, uh, so look, I mean, snow on the ground is not integral to Christmas. I'm just saying that out loud, you know, because I would say, like, growing up, there was snow on the ground uh, every th- three or four Christmases. It was not often. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway. Thank you. Hmm. Congratulations on your first IUI. I'm so glad that your urologist got to type very loud pregnant <laughs> things. Um, okay. Christine wrote in to say, hello, all. I have an idea that may work for the listener with the six-week-old who didn't know how to tell others about her IVF journey. I've seen a few acquaintances use social media during Infertility Week to raise awareness about it and share what it took to have their kids. Could that be something she does? Christine in Wisconsin, no hot dogs, just brats. Brats, honey, brats. Brats. Well, maybe she meant brats, like she has bratty kids. Gotcha, or she's into the, you know cartoon yeah brats. action figure line yep. doll line what do you call it yeah well that's brats with a z true okay um i think you have a you have a voicemail on the subject i do here it is hey guys um robin 43 mom too a pair of ivf kids were and a half, which is insane. You know, middle schoolers are awesome. Um, this is in response to the call from this week of someone really struggling with whether or not to announce that they had their kids via idea. Um, you know, being, an, I'm not saying older mom, I'm 43, but just having, you know, had this experience for onwards for 12 years now. When they were younger, I was very open about it. Obviously, social media is very different in 09 when they were born, but um, whenever anyone asks, so twins, the progression of questions are, Oh, twins. Do they run in the family? And my answer has always been, well, yes, they do. On my husband's side, but these kiddos were genetically created super soldiers of the future, but I always kind of have say. Then the questions will either go in two directions. Because of twins, we'll say, oh, twins, are they identical? And I will look at my boy twin and my girl twin and say, no, because they are of different sexes. Or um, people will start going down the kind of path of, oh, why did you do IVF? And we're very open about it. My husband had cancer. I've never been pregnant. Um, being a, a teenager and kid of the 80s and 90s, I was very scared of giving pregnant STDs. All that was kind of mixed in my head. So to me, it's always been just be open and honest with it. With the kids, without people, um, if it comes up, we bring it up, but we don't like you know, it, it just kind of depends on what happens. Obviously, dealing with middle school is a little different now. Now we're getting into who do we like. Uh, they're becoming more private. My daughter has all the questions. My son could, like, care less about any of that kind of stuff. My daughter's really getting into the world of, I like boys. I like girls. I don't like anything. And it's gotten to a new joke. But really, I just would say, like, when it comes up, you know what I mean? Be open and honest. That's what we've always tried to do with any of this kind of stuff. So, anyway, that would be my advice. Uh, Robin, I currently live in the Florida Keys, but we are moving this summer. So we are going to be moving to the northeast. Why did you leave the keys? Excited about because hurricanes suck. Um, so yeah. Oh, anyway, thanks. Bye. They do suck. Thanks for answering my question. It's like we're having a conversation. Yeah. Thoughts, honey? Um, <laughs> I mean, I do feel like people feel like empowered to ask about twins in a way that is pretty rude i think it's like a thing of like people just need to feel like they caught on when no one else did 
like they think they're the first person oh. to notice that they're twins. <laughs> yeah. Or like no one has asked them about, you know, I don't know. I just feel like there's this like weird fetish with like wanting to know if twins were quote unquote natural. And I'm that's in definitely in quotes or, you know, if you had to, if you did IVF to get twins and like, it's so rude and it's such a like invasion of privacy did IVF to get twins? Like people... Like, no, no. Like, I mean, I mean, if your twins are the product of IVF. That's I what see. I mean. Um, like yeah. ours would be. Like, yes, like our twins. <laughs> Henrietta. And Charlemagne. And Charlemagne. Those are the names <laughs> I've given them. That's, that's what he named the embryos. Oh, no, but which was which? Mm, TBD. Okay. All right, we should take a break. Okay, we'll be right back after these words from some. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We've returned. Hope your break was restful. And I hope you used that promo code. Thanks, everybody. Or at least went to the URL. Yeah. Just click through. Click through. Um, all right. This is from Allison. Hi, Dorian Matt. I'm 12 weeks pregnant with science baby number two and have not yet told our first science baby who is turning three this week. I just don't know when the best timing is to tell him. I've been worried that he will go tell everyone before we are ready to tell people because he brings up random things to everyone from neighbors to teachers to random people walking by. I did announce my first pregnancy at work or on social media until 20 weeks. Now we're getting closer to telling the world, but I'm still not sure when is the best time to tell our little guy. I'm not showing yet, so it seems like an abstract concept anyway. So when is the best time to tell your kid that you're going to have a baby, and how do you tell them? Do you have any thoughts on this, especially since you may have this dilemma in the future, or do any other listeners have any advice based on their experience? Thank you, Allison. In 1,800 square feet in Santa Cruz, California, with one husband, one science three-year-old, no hot dogs yet this year, one 65-inch TV in our family room. When is the right time to tell a three-year-old? Okay. I don't think there is a quote-unquote blanket best time. I just, like, I think it is very dependent on your kid. Mm -hmm. And I will also say, I do think that as you start to tell people, it starts to get more and more weird to avoid talking about it in front of your kid. Well, obviously, I would say, yeah. You know? So, I mean, you know your kid best, but my sense is, like, you you kind of tell them in a matter of fact, not, like, sit sit him down, we have big news for you. You know what I mean? Like, just just yeah. make it a kind of, like, casual thing and make him feel, like like, part of the process like he's old enough to get that like it's not like he's a one-year-old you know like a one-year-old is not going to understand it at all but he's three like he's going to have questions and i think it's i think it's nice to kind of engage him in that now but again like you know your kid best if like if you think that this is going to cause anxiety or whatever then you know maybe approach it a little differently but i think that's how i would do it i because i feel like if you know knock on wood if i got pregnant like I think Henry is the type of kid who would like want to know how big the baby was now. And like, he, like he likes to find out about things. He likes to know how everything yeah. works. And I think he would be like interested. Yeah. I think he'd also be, um, he'd also need all the attention. Well, yeah, he's an oldest child. <laughs> right. So, all right. Um, but yeah, I'd love to hear from other listeners about, what they did that they felt went well. And if you feel like you didn't do it well, let's hear that. <laughs> if you feel like you fucked your kid up forever, let's hear about that. Um, okay. We also um, heard last week from someone who was like, it feels daunting to have more than one child. And their, ch their mm -hmm. child was currently 18 months. Yes. Um, but Sue wrote in to say, it seems daunting 
to have another when you are so busy and exhausted with just one kid, but it does, it gets a lot easier with time. I have two daughters, 25 months apart, and BTW, I had them at 41 and 43. They are now almost two and almost four. Once my youngest daughter hit one year old, it got a lot easier. They started playing together. The physical labor is still hard. I do laundry every day. My youngest is still in cloth diapers, and we are constantly doing dishes and picking up after them. However, as they get older, I plan on teaching them to do their own laundry and put their own dishes in the dishwasher and pick up more of their own toys. But overall, having a second means that I have to entertain my kids much less because they entertain each other. Five hot dogs this year, all from a grass-fed, grass-finished meat CSA. Mm. Oh, fancy. And still four people, 1,172-square-foot condo waiting for the pandemic real estate bubble to deflate so we can buy a house. (laughs) Good luck. Wishing you the best with your upcoming transfer. Sue, at BTW, (laughs) this is... I'm just going to preface this by saying this is Dory, that... This is like the best like aside I think we've maybe we've ever gotten. Uh, BTW, since I last emailed you, I appeared on Jeopardy and got third place. But Ken Jennings said, that's a pretty good score for third place. P.S. I live in downtown San Diego. Well, then. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Sue. Sue, congrats on your appearance on Jeopardy. And I'm glad that you got a pretty good score for third place. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, Jess wrote in to say on the same topic. I bet you would have done better. It's because it's all about the timing on that buzzer, you know? Mm, it's really yeah. a buzzer game. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Jess wrote in to say, I know exactly why she can't fathom having a second right now. It's because her 18-month-old is, quote, not a great sleeper. Once our first was consistently sleeping 12 hours per night, we were like, let's have another. Now that we have a four-month-old and I'm up every three hours again, I'm like, why would we ever want to do this again? Once our second is going to bed at 7 p.m., I'll forget all about the sleep deprivation and we'll probably have a third. Starting this process all over again. Obviously, it's absolutely fine to only want one kid, and I feel extremely fortunate to have our two Miracle Science babies and the means to potentially try for a third. Thanks for all you do. Jess in 2,000 square feet in Minnesota with a husband, two-and-a-half-year-old, four-month-old, and golden retriever, too many hot dogs to count, one 56-inch and one 32-inch. And let me tell you, content creators do not make content appropriate for 32-inch TVs anymore. I can never (laughs) read anything like notes or text messages. That's fine. P.S. I finally read your memoir, Dory. It was fun to get to know you even better after years of listening to this podcast. Well, thank you, Jess. If you want to get to know Dory even more, I suggest subscribing to her newsletter. Oh, thanks, honey. This is a plug. Yes. Um, Yeah, my newsletter. Now we're talking. You can subscribe at dory.substack.com. It's really fun. Dory.substack.com. There's a there's a great little community that's kind of sprung up. We did our first live event the other night. Um, and yeah, well, this was a very classic me thing. Dory comes in from her event and I have sitting there at the table with Henry having made him dinner and I'm, you know, talking to Henry, Dory sits down. I don't say anything cause I'm, you know, I really, th- I, th- I think I'm like, I thought that like her event was like, she was doing some, she was like a, you know, appearing on someone's book event or something on like a zoom. So I didn't really think much of it. Cause like, you know, it's the kind of thing that her and I do here and there. And, uh, so she's like, you're going to ask me how my thing was. And I was like, what you really need to know? I need to know how your zoom thing you sat in on was. And she's like, no, it was for me. And I was like, Whoa, now I do want to know. Mm. How'd it go? It went really well. I'm asking again. I already knew it went really well. Yeah, it did. It went but I was really also well. conveying how I seemed to be very uh, not interested in things. But the reality of it was I just didn't know that it was, you know. Yeah. I didn't know it was for you. Well, yeah, it was for me. I so don't care about other people. If you want to get in on the Now We're Talking book club, which has live events, it's very fun. Live events for Dory. Subscribe at dory.substack.com. Thank you. Okay, moving on. Matt, do you want to read this email from Shelby? Sure. Although not IVF related, I'm wondering how you prepared Bo for the new baby in the house. And you spelled it correctly, by the way. Uh, when you were expecting Henry. 35 weeks pregnant My first and uh, with my first. And my partner and I have a 10-month-old, slightly boisterous but loving German Shepherd. Uh, hello, bad idea, getting a dog and being pregnant at the same time. Not worried about the dog being aggressive towards the baby, but more so the energy that she may accidentally, that with her energy, she may accidentally hurt the baby. 
Uh, we live across the county from our families, so about one and a half months of family help. We won't have family close for the dog. I found a daycare that has made her worse. Bad habits picked up at daycare from the dog. Wow. Mm. Writing from your friends up north in Vancouver, 1,300 square feet, one dog, one partner, no hot dogs, vegetarian, Shelby. We did an extensive preparation process with Bo, which really dealt with sitting with a trainer and sort of figuring out how to navigate the world of giant dog and small baby. I mean, the TLDR is like super close supervision. Yep. Baby and dog never in a room alone together. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, even I, now we don't leave them in a room. Yeah, I know. I feel like you tried it a couple times, but we really didn't walk them together either. Right. Um, because it was just you know, Bo was too unpredictable, and it was too much for one person to walk the you know walk Henry in a stroller and also manage the dog. Um. And, you know, being also like being vigilant, even if we were there, if, you know, the dog was hanging out near the baby, like whether it's putting like a barrier between like just just you have to be so on it, you know, Um, because, yeah. I, I think with Bo, that has been our issue. It's like he does he would never want to hurt Henry, but he is so strong and sometimes a little crazy that like he could inadvertently hurt him. Yeah. He's barreled into him he's right barreled down into the driveway him. and yeah. stuff like that. It's just like, um, and Henry likes to throw things at Bo. It's like, you got to really still watch the two of them. Yeah. But they do love each other dearly. And, uh, I brought Henry to, I mean, I brought Bo to daycare the other day and Dory told me that Henry uh, missed Bo. Yeah. Which I found to be a crock of shit. Because <laughs> he's always like, Bo, get out. <laughs> yeah, but then when he's gone, he's like, where's Bobo? Yeah. Um, wait, I feel like I was going to say something else. And now I have forgotten. We brought home things that smelled like Henry from we the did. hospital. Yeah, for the there's, dog to smell. There's also um, a family dog family dog there, party yeah, there's there's like a website about how to like prepare your kid for the dog oh the family dog.com oh there you go it's pretty good name. um that was actually recommended by our behavioral vet they do and they do um they have like online courses that you can do um to help prepare you for baby and dog so that that might be that might be helpful for you. There you go. So, um, okay. We have a voice memo, a voice memo due up according to the notes. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Hey, Matt and Dory. This is Kelsey from Indianapolis. I'm a longtime listener and a first-time caller. So when I first started listening to your guys' podcast, I was a few months late. So instead of listening to all the podcasts, I just binged the first 10 minutes and then would skip to the next one because I just had to know your guys' IVF story. Of course, I've gone back and listened to the whole podcast now, but I just had to know what your story was. So I also have a science baby by IVF. It took us five years, five rounds of Clomid, five rounds of IUI, and three rounds of IVF to get our first kiddo. We now have two kids under four, and my husband is now asking for a third. There are days I feel so overwhelmed that I can't even Where think does about he adding get off? a third to our mix. <laughs> Maybe it's due to COVID and being home for so long. That I just hate going out into public. I am so overwhelmed. They are old enough. They don't want to be in a stroller. And I just feel like it's so hard to cross a parking lot and have both of them hold my hands. And so I went ahead and started doing some research because I wanted something that could help us. 
And of course, I found the leash, and I just didn't feel like the leash was for our family. Um, I know it's good for some families, um, but I wanted something else that was hands-free and a little less judgmental. So I came across these awesome things called Helping Handles on Etsy. They're just a carabiner clip and a strap. So I purchased one to see what it was like. They come in tie-dye and leopard print, so I chose a tie-dye one which is super cute so it's easy to see and so I've been clipping it to my belt loop and the other day of course I'm a mom I was wearing leggings so I had him clip it to my backpack Um, and so now my kid is no longer fussing he's no longer whining and of course he doesn't want to hold my hand so this is perfect to be like just hold the strap as we walk through the parking lot and then you can walk into the library then you can run over to the park I just want to tell you, this has changed my life, so I'm hoping it would change other moms' lives out there with this little tip. Because it's so hard when you get them out of the car, and then you're like, touch the car, touch my leg, because you're so afraid they're going to run away as you're trying to get the other kid out of the car. So I still think, even though this is nice, I'm still in the camp of only wanting two kids. We'll see where this is go. I'll update you if we have a third. But anyways, thanks again for the podcast. I really enjoyed listening to it. Um, Again, this is Kelsey from Indianapolis. So this year I've consumed five hot dogs, (laughs) I think. But summer's coming up and grilling, and I love hot dogs, so that number's going to go up. My mother-in-law also owns a Costco card, and so the other day I asked if she would take me just because I want a hot dog. I really could care less about anything in the store, but I really want to try one of these hot dogs, Matt. Um, let's see. Our They're square fine. footage in our house is 2,400 square feet. Two little boys, a husband, and a lab dog. Thanks again. Bye. Thank you. I'm looking for this like thing she's talking about. I don't know that Henry would be good on a leash. I don't think he would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you found something that works for you and yeah. that you can get across a parking lot with. Oh, that's great. What a nightmare. <sighs> I think, I guess what I'm saying is uh, we've uh, too many too many parking lots to navigate with children. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree. All right. I um, mean, I was like nervous walking down Fairfax with him. I know, I know. He does he he doesn't like dart out into the street though. No, I know, but you never know. I know, you do never know. It's true. It's true. Um All right. Well, I just want to end with one last email. This is from Kate who wrote in about Matt sounding more rested on Gilmore guys. Mm. And she wrote, oh, man, that email was supposed to be way more lighthearted than it came off when Matt read it. (laughs) (laughs) When I heard it, I felt like a real jerk. I've been tuning in every week for years and appreciate everything you guys do so much. On another note, we'll be in Boston for two days in August. Any recommendations for things to do with a four-year-old and five-month-old? We'll be staying in Wellesley and we'll have a vehicle. Any suggestions are greatly appreciated. Thanks again for the podcast. Uh, Kate, don't worry about it. It was funny. Uh, Yeah, go to the Children's Museum in Boston. Yeah, I think, I, I'm not sure. When we went um, last summer, you had to make a reservation in advance. Not sure well, if that's still the case. it's going in August, so you'll have time to look it up. Yep, I know, but I'm just saying. Yes. Um, swan boats are kind of fun. Swan boats are the common, yeah. Um, get a, get a, get a soft serve, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Um, I bet your four-year-old would like Canby Lake, but I feel like your five-month-old would not but i mean i don't think maybe that doesn't really matter um but that could be a fun a fun day trip um oh the science museum i bet your four-year-old would probably be old enough yeah for that. but like i think they're the children's museum would be like i think it will oh yeah they're only there day. for they're only there for two days yeah sorry there's a beautiful aquarium right there yes yes, yes um yes. children's museum great idea Okay. Go throw some tea off of the boat. The Boston Tea Party Museum is right next to the Children's Museum. Um, okay, wait. We have we actually do have one more email or text, which has just occurred to me to wonder where Zweigel's White Hots fall on Matt's hot dog scale. Never heard of them. And I'm I'm curious as to like, I would have to go natural casing on it. Uh, but I don't, I don't know what's in them. 
beef, pork, beef, and veal. Oh, yeah, that counts. Zweiger, Zweiger, Zweigels are in. Those absolutely count. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you'd like to support the show on Patreon, you can do so and get yourself some bonus episodes every month. You want the whole keep back catalog? It's there. Join for a month. Do what you can. Help us. I don't have a job. That's patreon.com slash excellent adventure. Uh, thank you to the following supporters. Yes. Caitlin Donahue. Karen Sikershi. Kat C. Catherine Lene. Catherine Shimmons. Katie Allen. Katie Allen. Katie Regan. Carrie Mills. Carrie L. Kim Mestry. Christopher Fanagi. Lane and Kate Sippola. Laura. Laura Bennett. Laura Dodge. Laura Madge. Laura Vals. Lauren Cephalo. Lauren Schultz. LFB. Liesel. Lindsay Gish. Linnea Wynn. Uh, Lisa Travis. Lydia. Lynn Nugent. Madeline McCarthy. Mara Foss. Marina Breed. Martin Hedegar Peterson. Mary Messick. And Mary Myra. Thank you, everybody, for supporting the show. We'll see you again next week. Bo wants to leave the office, so I guess we should too. All bye. Right, bye.